guys. Welcome back to the Messy Truths Podcast. This is Mar. As usual, I am in La Belle Promise. <laughs> Little child, where you at? I'm here. There is nothing though about it. Where are you at? Where are you at right. in the world? It is Lisa? the middle child. It is the middle child. And I'm not in Canada. I'm actually here in Amsterdam in the Netherlands recording live with the sun up at 9 p.m. Go to sleep, wow. son. <laughs> Go to sleep, son. Look at our little globe trotter. And this is Azar. And I am in New York City. And I have to tell you, that this podcast is literally the highlight, not only of my week, but of my life. So thank oh you. Oh my God. Same, boo. Same. Okay, same. wait a minute. Hold on. I have to be, I have to be the lawyer for your children because what the fuck, Oz? Like, I know, why are I love children? my kids, but this is the event. This is the one I look forward to. I mean, like, Yo, I got to tell you, I'm just like exhausted. Nothing really exciting is happening. And yet this podcast has me hype on a weekly. So I'm actually really excited for this show because we are going to be doing album reviews and we have never done that before. And I think it's something that we could probably incorporate more often. And you know, I'm all about music. So anytime we talk about music, play music, that's just literally the highlight of my whole existence. But wow. it also gave me the opportunity to actually sit down and live with these albums. Because I've realized I've done a lot of passive listening lately, but I was actively listening to these albums and I have a lot to say. Some of these albums are actually over a month old, which I don't mind because, you know, you don't want to give like your take when it's super, super fresh. You know what I mean? You gotta yeah. take, Like you said, take some time to sit with it and, you know. Not process. really worry about other people's opinions, but take the time to or listen to what it. What about and really the fact? Digest. Or what about the fact people cho- like they literally do YouTube channels and break down videos and stop it and give reactions? I'm like, really? Can you just enjoy the song? Does it have yeah, to be but... dissected? Like, yo, but that's what just it is. Me- it's a it's a whole like. That's their whole business on YouTube, it's a right? Whole MO. Yeah. Let the Social song live. Let the song live. So albums we are reviewing include Kendrick Lamar's Mr. Morale yes. and the Big Steppers. Mm-hmm. We have Giveon, give or take. Mm-hmm. We are also looking at Mr. Jack Harlow, Come Home, The mm-hmm. Kids Miss You. Great album title, by the way. And Drake, honestly, never mind. So which one do you ladies want to start with? Well, given the time of day for me and the fact that I didn't do all my homework, listeners, I did 50% (laughs) of my homework and I'm losing my voice due to some jet lag. Let's start with the album I I liked the least, which was Drake. Okay, so okay, honestly, never mind. You want to get going? Honestly, All right. Honestly, I didn't like it. <laughs> you were like, honestly, never mind. I'll listen to something honestly. else. Right. All right. Um, so, Nisha, you go first. Tell us. Tell us what your uh, how you felt okay. about this album. Well, you know, I never mince my words on the show, but never. what I was looking oh, for in Drake 
was like the one banger I could hang on to, like the anchor song. You know, when you listen to an album, there's an anchor song, a song yes. that you're like, yes, the whole album fucking sucks. But the anchor <laughs> song is there. There's no fucking anchor song on the Drake album. The really? You didn't like one sucks. song at all? No. First of all, I, I hear this like him and Beyonce are trying to do like the club tracks and but it felt very inauthentic. It felt very fucking Forced. whack. Yeah, mm. it just it wasn't like even the little Afrobeat touch. I was like, come on, son. Kate Trinata does a better job with the Afrobeat mix than mm -hmm. you do. I just no, just no, nothing. I didn't it's like no, any it's songs. No for Dr. Nisha. It's a no for Dr. No, Nisha. No, no. Put it in the oh, canal wow. down the street. And there's many canals <laughs> here, so. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. So not one song. You really were not feeling any of these tracks. I, I tried, and I listened to it on the plane. That's when I do my best listening, right? <clears throat> Excuse me, when I'm on the plane. And I just kept feeling like, when can I listen to Kendrick again? That's what mm. I was thinking. I just mm. really didn't like it. I, You know what? To be fair, I will go back and have a third or fourth listening. Because for me, I don't know, Oz and Mark, you might have a process, right? You have a process when you're hearing a song. So for me, the first step in my process is like, I listen to it for one minute. If I don't catch the feels in one minute of the song, I skip it. Mm. And then I give it a second listen to see if like usually it's a lyrical a lyrical bait something that's lyrically that will pull me in mm -hmm. and then then it's like can i shake my booty or do twerking dances to it <laughs> and fuck that album it belongs at the bottom of the saint lawrence river oh, and the canals oh my Amsterdam. gosh no i didn't like Dang, it girl. all right okay so <laughs> Now we know how you really where's feel the where, about where's that the movie. button where's the button for like womp 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 <laughs> <laughs> no. there you just did it there you go I guess I oh guess it's honestly goodness. never mind for Drake well let me give you my opinion do you mind Mar should I get in no nope, no go ahead go ahead. So I actually kind of broke it down mostly song by song, but I'm only going to touch on the songs that really evoked some kind of whatever emotion in me. Okay. So okay. the ones that I don't talk about just did absolutely nothing. So falling back, the only reason I want to talk about this song is because I cannot stand high note singing Drake. Drake, <laughs> you are not a singer. I don't mind when you sing melodically. I don't mind that. But the high notes are absolutely not your bag. Stay the fuck out of it. I can't stand this song. And I know that it's charted. Yeah. So I'm clearly my opinion does is not resonating with everybody else, but whatever. Uh that song for me, I have songs I don't like and falling back is written down here. So one I'm of with them, you right? On that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. but there's the funniest meme about this song specifically or about his whole album, but it's just kind of like, I know you know that I know that you know that I know that you know. <laughs> and that's a direct pull from this song, by the way. And we're gonna definitely post that somewhere on our on our Instagram because it's ridiculous. Um there is one thing I like about Texco Green, and it's the way he says, 
you're treating me rough or whatever he does. It's kind of cute. I like the rough part of that song. So maybe you could add a snippet to, so the listeners can can hear that. It shouldn't take a text from me to speak your truth. Rough, you're dealing with me rough. I know you like it rough, but this might be too much. You're dealing with me rough. I know you like it rough, but this might be too much. Calling my name is utterly stupid. I can't stand that song. I don't know if you feel the same, Mar, if you have that in your I don't like list. But now, and, and then the other one that I can't stand is Liability. I mean, what is that? He like low keyed his, like they turned his, his whatever octaves down and this shit sounds It was stupid. a liability. So, <laughs> it was, it was a liability. Right. <laughs> so now I'm going to highlight the songs that I think were amazing. I actually do have a couple that I love, and Sticky is the one. Sticky is what I want to hear from Drake. He is rapping on that track. He, I think the flow is fantastic. I love Sticky. Love Sticky. He also speaks um, a little French. Gives yes, Quebec a yes, little shout yes, out on there, you know? I'm going to take a second look at You should. And you want to know something interesting? I was, you know, for me, there were two, two songs that I really, really liked, and a couple that I thought were cool, but the two songs that I really liked were Sticky and Massive. Oh, when you're ready, we can put this behind us. Maybe we can find us again. I know. Put this behind us. We can find us again. Cause I don't go. I was alone. I was alone in this world. I know my funeral gonna be late Cause how I treated people I don't wanna go I don't wanna I thought Massive was really cool too Now Sticky is a straight, for me, straight hip-hop record But Massive, it just kind of makes me want to drink Want to go to the club, drink and dance That's how I felt about Massive But it stuck with me I also enjoyed Overdrive I thought it was catchy But the whole album has like that house feel, and I just think it's too much. But Nisha, you don't have to listen to it now. Like while we're you could, you could, you could listen to it some other time, bro. Nisha, I just heard, I just played Sticky, and I was like, no. Listen, you just gotta listen to it. And then, um, I I think that the tie that binds is. Has, it's pretty dope in the sense that it's got a nice little guitar piece in it that I thought was interesting. But the rest of the album kind of fell flat for me. And the whole feel of the album was a little bit of a snooze fest. I can't I can't say that this is an album that I'm going to regularly play. And I think Drake is dope. I'm not like a f super fan, but I absolutely have always loved his flow, the clever lyrics, like... I think Drake is dope, but he definitely lost me on this album, uh, you know, except for the few tracks that I mentioned. Well, Mark. okay. To be fair, everybody deserves like a whopper in their repertoire, right? I mean, every artist that I love to death hasn't made great albums, but this is just a massive fuck twat album. <laughs> yeah like yeah don't hold back please i only did 50 percent of my homework so you know i gotta make sure uh, 
Okay, so I think I liked more songs on this album than you girls did. Okay. I I let me just say first and foremost that Messy Truths is really like clairvoyant because I mean, we talked about Kate Bush and look Kate Bush is there on like Stranger Things up? and yeah. is like you know, back at number 1 again after God knows how many years. And then yeah. You know, we talk about other music, house music in our 80s set. Yeah. And here we are here we again, go. house music, right? Yeah. So I, for one, am really, really excited about this, like, newfound interest in house music. Um, I specifically like Deep House. That is, mm. I have to be specific about that. I like the soulfulness of Deep House. I love, mm -hmm. I just, I just love it. I really do. So for me, I actually got really excited when I heard that this album came out and it was like all dance house music. Mm -hmm. I, the first thing I do whenever Drake releases an album is I go to Wikipedia and I need to see the track listing, the entire track listing, all the producers, everybody who worked on this album. Because, you know, he works with like a million people on his on his music. Right. And I was super excited to hear that Black Coffee... A South African DJ who I have listened to prior was, you know, one of the producers on this album. So I'm like, great, there's going to be some South African style house on this. This is fantastic. And it was just, I don't know. I don't know. Give us your so, highlights. So for me, I also did not like Falling Back. Um, I thought I thought that was very poor. I didn't really, I don't think I really enjoyed Sticky as much as you did. It was okay, oh, I but it. I wasn't that crazy about it. And mm -hmm. Currents for me was kind of annoying only because oh, yeah, me too. of the bed creaking. <laughs> oh. What is, why? As part of the whole beat though? Like, come so, on, guys. So I'll, I'll explain why. Because he sampled the song Some Cut from Trillville, which if you've listened to that song at the very, very beginning, it's the bed creaking sound. It's okay. a song about anal sex. <laughs> So it's pretty explicit. So they took mm. that creaking bed sound and put yeah. it in in uh, in currents. And I'm yeah. like, you don't need to keep repeating that. You the song didn't even need that. It was really annoying and very distracting at some point. I and think I just so thought too. it was so out of place. So I wasn't really crazy about that. The songs that I did like, I enjoyed calling my name. Mm -hmm. um mainly because it has it gave like he has more range in his voice i felt like the first few songs there wasn't really much going on there vocally uh but calling yeah. my name came around and i was like okay now we're talking now there's now there's some good stuff going on here but then it was just too short the song is like two it's minutes it's so long. short and, I and was, it's lyrically, I think it's lyrically, it lyrically falls short too. I mean, really, your pussy is calling my name. That's the whole song. Come but on, it's, bro. It's the way that it, it's sampled and you could have made it into like a longer, like proper right. house song. And it, I was like, we were just getting started here. And yeah. <laughs> it just, they cut it off so quickly. You're my water, my refresher. Take off your clothes, relieve pressure. I need your touch when I'm with her. My heart it beats different rhythm. Kill a cut blood, kill a cut blood, kill a cut blood, kill a cut blood. Your pussy is 
Massive Down is one of uh, the really good songs on here. I, yeah. I actually quite like that one. Um, I appreciated Overdrive. Again, Black Coffee produced. Love Black That's Coffee. <clears throat> Excuse me. And Downhill. And you can hear like that African influence in the music on Downhill. Um, mm -hmm. But I wanted it to like... I was expecting like the hi-hat to kick in and other stuff. Yeah, and like it was to just, go somewhere. Yeah, and it was right. just so mellow all the way through. And I thought, oh man, this could have been so much more. Yeah. Um, and then, okay, so let me get to Jimmy Cooks, which is like with, with uh, 21 Savage. 21 Savage, yeah. So I actually liked this song. It didn't need to be added to this album if you're gonna look if you're gonna do house even if the album is a flop or whatever according to some people it doesn't matter if you're gonna do a whole like house concept stick to house don't like throw right. in some trap music here and another right. you know another a drill song here or there just to appease you're not going to appease everybody it's impossible yeah. Like, I agree. it's just impossible. So I felt like that song was so out of place here. And I just thought you didn't need it. You really didn't need it. If you're going to do house, do house, go all out, like go all in and do house. I liked it until 21 Savage started saying pussy. <laughs> I was over it then. <laughs> oh my God. Are so. you a 21 Savage fan? I don't dislike 21 Savage, but like, you know, I just went, mm -hmm. the song was just kind of like, man. It reminded you know. me of this group, uh, Pussy Riot. And I was like. Oh, yeah. Pussy Riot from Russia. Actually. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. bro, like. I don't hate on 21 Savage because on his father's side, they're from St. Vincent and there's the possibility nah. of possible relations. So. I'm oh. not going to say anything. You might be related to 21. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? Every artist deserves an opportunity to create an album that they want to create. I agree. That's what I'm going with. I'm hoping it's an album that he was like, yo, I want to try a new thing and do this. So on that level, I'll give him props. I just think it's like, I don't know. I was waiting for like, I mean, we've had some Drake, some Drake songs that are like maybe it's also high expectations, right? We've had some Drake albums that are like started from the bottom. Now we're here, like some really catchy tunes. Um, I can hear them in my head, but I can't remember like the names of the songs. But we've had some really good Drake songs, like um, like they're catchy and they're they're like yeah, sexy, grimy, like sexy, yep. grimy, right? Mm -hmm. Um. He call me, like he made the whole cell phone sound sexy. You used to call me on my cell phone, right? Like, mm -hmm. but I guess I'm hoping that this album came out of like maybe trying to break into a new genre, maybe doing something different. But yo, you tried. I'll give you your props. But now let's get back to the shit you do good. Like, not to say you can't grow your artistry, but I don't know. Like, it just, I don't know. It was a miss. It was a mess, Aww. yo. It was a foul ball. Like, fuck that. <laughs> All right. So on 10, what would you girls give this album? Why do I have to answer that? 
I'm gonna go five. That's too five. high. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> that's, that's too high. <laughs> I was actually, I, mean, I was actually a little more generous. I was like six. I was, I was saying yeah. six because I've heard worse you music. That than much this. more generous. That's true. no. I listen. I to think Pan expectations. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Mark. I was gonna say I listened to Panic at the Disco, and that's pretty oh, bad. Oh fuck! Well, why? Why would you even listen? Did we talk about this already? Because of exactly. editing the last show, I was like, let me see if I actually why? have it's listened trash. to their music. <laughs> that it's deserves offensive. really low marks. That that music. Yeah, that gets like a negative mark. But anyway, this. Anyway, I mean, listen. Yeah. I also think it's a matter of expectations because no, it's not a shit album in my opinion. But for Drake. It's it's not a good album for me. I, I just didn't I didn't get the appeal. But it's interesting because the younger generation and I follow like a lot of like, you know, younger people for some reason that I have had as interns or I've come across that are also involved in music and like they're really feeling it. So it might also just be that Drake is smart and he's appealing to like an audience that you know what I mean? That'll that'll stick with him for a while after yeah. all of us, you know, older folks have already like you know, it started like draining him out, you know? So like, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, the point is that um, I, it no, wasn't my favorite. So I think they're music zombies. And I understand oh what it means to be a music zombie because it's harder for me to talk about songs that I don't like about Joe Scott by Joe Scott. But I there are songs I don't like by Joe Scott and I feel like a traitor. But yeah, that that's the thing. I think when you have... Um, when your ear has been used to so much music, like we were talking about on the 80s, 80s episodes that we have very eclectic tastes in music. Yeah. And there's been a lot of genres that have fed into, been a, a huge factor in the kind of music that we like. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't know what's going on with my voice. It must be something spreading. I'm I don't sending know. it to you. Hopefully I'm it's not the it. Rona. Oh, it oh ain't God. the Rona. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, anyway, I, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's my take. So Nisha, what are you giving this out of 10? You giving it like 0 0.1? Oh my God. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm going to give it 2.3. Hey, I'm not mad at that. All right. For all that shit you spoke. I don't like any album. I don't like any song. I don't like anything. But... Really? <laughs> No, nothing. What the fuck? Then why are you giving it a two point three? Because what the shit is I that? Because he recorded I, something. Like, no, because it's like a forever. Because he took a risk. All right, I'm I not think mad at he that. went out of he went out of his zone, and he also included South African artists, and okay. he took a risk. So you get two for doing that. But next time, right. <laughs> okay. What <laughs> album? What album are we doing next here? Uh, Kendrick, because that's my shit. Cool, All right. Kendrick. All right. Oh my god, Kendrick. you'll have Drake to and Kendrick me. back to back. I think we should. I think we should mix it up. We should mix it break up. up. Break it up. Break yeah, it up, because it up. you only listen to Kendrick and Drake, so we should do like one you didn't listen to. Well, I just listen. I just listened to that song, and I don't like his voice, so that's getting another zero. <laughs> Wait, who? Who? Giveon. I just listened to oh, a few God. All right, things. Okay. I don't like All right. his voice. Okay. All right. Let, let's, let's get Give into on. it. Let's Give or take. It. Give or take. What do you think, God? Mar, you go first, Mar. You go first. Okay, so this album, 
I'd listened to Gibby on before and I was not really the biggest fan. I felt like some of his stuff might've been a little too adult contemporary, like right, in a very right. young voice for me. Um, mm -hmm. So I listened to this album. I tried to be fair. It wasn't as bad as I thought. I okay. tried to listen with a very open ear. Mm -hmm. um, the thing about this album is like, there's a good mix of some toxicity. There's a good mix of like, <laughs> of like a little bit of begging and a little, a little bit of relationship struggle, but it's just, it doesn't quite take off for me. I just yeah. like, there's something missing. I feel like there should be more fire in the belly for R and B. It should be more fire in the belly. And I just, I felt like, this was a good foundation for Gibby on outside of like that whole adult contemporary stuff that I really mm -hmm. don't like. And I was expecting it to go somewhere and it eh, just didn't quite take just off. Didn't. There, there were some songs that I did enjoy. I did enjoy, um, make you mine. Uh -huh. I did enjoy, um, let me go, which is like the first track on the album. And it starts yeah. off, and I feel like it sounded a bit like an 80s R&B song for some reason. Right. It had that sound to that. it. Mm -hmm. Say you want to be just friends. Just friends, but I plan to make it more See you when I can't stop staring I miss us Say you wanna be just friends, but I can't oh, Either love me or I gotta leave And then for me, the stand standout track was Unholy Matrimony Which is the last song on the album And that was like, talk about relationship fail yeah. I mean, he ends that song with the line, we came all this way to lose. <laughs> it's basically, this is like the song for the relationship that hurt me the most that I spoke about in the breakup episode where I thought, this is the person I'm going to marry. This is the person I'm about to have kids with. And it never quite makes it down the aisle. That to me was the best song on the album. Yeah. Just keep your white gown in the closet In this black tuxedo that I never get to wear No flower girl to walk with the ring bear No grooms and no raising glass in air Well now I know I'll never know what happens When a love just ain't the same no more There's only the force with pain but even make you mine like it has a little bit of begging in it but on the begging barometer it really scored low and that for oh, me that for me is an indication of whether or not it is a good r&b album so 
I can't say that I'm, I'm not saying it's a terrible album. If you like, you know, something to listen to in the background and chill in the evening when you're on a date or something, go ahead. But for me, it, it just didn't quite take off like I, I really hoped it would. And I have to say that song for tonight, it sounds almost exactly like Sam Smith's stay with me. Oh, and I really hate that freaking song. I cannot Do stand it. Are you not I don't, a Sam Smith fan? It's so adult contemporary and I just, it is I'm not very a adult fan. contemporary. Not okay. So, um, niche, you want, you want to, you want to put in, your two cents or do you just hate this guy's voice and you're going to keep it pushing <laughs> and you're muted. So you might want to unmute yourself and tell us because I Listen, feel like you I'm having a, I'm having a lot of problems today. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not funny. Um, so I tr- listen, listeners, I trust Mar and Oz. We started out doing music together, but I realize I'm a strange human because a lot you of gotta things, turn the music off, girl. We yeah, I it. just realized that there's a lot of things that factor into me liking something, and his he's fucking depressing. <laughs> like he's fucking depressing. I oh, liked Unmatchy. What is it? Unholy matrimony. But like, leave your white gown in the closet. Divorce is just waiting for us for our turn. At like. Bro, call that's I know, but it's niche. depressing. But haven't we all been there? How relatable is that? Haven't we all been there? We've yep. been there. We've been there just where we're relationships where you feel like, yes, yeah. I get it. But I'm just saying we've been there where we all feel like this is the one and we've wasted and we come this far just to lose. Like we literally wasted all our time. We wasted yep. all our time, our prime I, years, I our precious eggs. Do you and know he, the age? Girl, he nails it in those lyrics. He really, really does. I, I like agree he, with you. He, I think the lyrics oh, are so, on point. So, like, I just don't really, I don't like the vibe. I think it's lacking some oomph. Like the three right. songs that I'm, in the belly. Si- that I'm side previewing, not knowing how to put myself on mute today. Who knows why? <laughs> I just, I'm like, you're kind of boring. Like, yeah, okay. I could fall asleep. So, I got to tell you, I share that sentiment, Niche. I do. I found this album kind of boring. And although I, on the other hand, love Giveon's tone, I do think sometimes he could sound a little bit like a goat. And I'm not convinced that he could sing. So that, I think to me, <laughs> no, like. Are, are you referring to his most recent performance at the BET Awards? I wasn't even going to bring that up because I don't know. I wasn't on stage. Listen, I can't sing. I was, I, was tell, I was talking to my friend PJ Johnson, who's actually an incredible artist in his own right. Um, and his voice is fucking fantastic. And that boy can sing. But I was speaking to him. And, you know, we were talking about it. And honestly, you don't know uh, when you're on that stage if you can't hear yourself. Like, that right. is definitely a stressful situation. And I can't sing whether I can hear myself or not. So kudos to somebody who can. I don't know. But, yeah, that was a shit show. But besides that, I just don't think I can't hear him being, like, an amazing singer on this album. Like, there isn't that much... Like I hear, I heard him sing just on a couple of joints, and I don't even remember which ones that that was. Um, I thought I had written it down, but I don't. But but I, I heard him like yeah, I think scarred maybe scarred. He did a little bit more, but everything is yeah. kind of in the same pocket. 
Same you know, the range, beats yeah. are same range. And to me, like, I like his tone, but that's not enough to carry an R&B singer for me. That's it. Like, I like an yeah. R&B singer who can fucking sing. Like, if these songs are not hitting, hitting, then you better have some amazing, amazing vocal ability to, like, you know, fulfill something for me. So for me, this album lacked that umph as well. There were a few tracks that stood out for me. Scarred actually was one of them mainly because he says I'm scum and finally a man who can acknowledge <laughs> that he's a piece of shit on record. Thank you. So he gets applause yeah. from me for that. <laughs> Drop your bag on the sofa. You're under me, but I'm not over. Not over all the things I told you. Oh, babe, I'm broken. Not to all of your emotion. My last love was cold. So now I gotta be the coldest. It's too bad you want my Other highlights of this record were also Make You Mine for me, Mar, because it was a sexy song. And you know I'm all about a sexy song. The, the track was sexy. His vocals are sexy. The song is lyrically sexy. I'm with it. I liked mm -hmm. Make You Mine. Um, trying to be was interesting, you know, because he definitely dealt with, like, the unfaithful life mm -hmm. and, and trying to be faithful. And he says, I told them I'm in love with you, but they're okay with being number two. And yeah. damn, like... You know what the fuck? He, but we, he gets we, real we on that, that one. He gets yeah, he real definitely on that gets one, yeah. real. And obviously, you know, um, the the for for tonight is like I, I get why it's the number one single. I understand. I'm with you, Mar. It's very adult contemporary, but I do think that song actually stood out from the rest. Whether it was the production or the fact that he's singing more on that record. Granted, it's adult contemporary. I do feel that that was a little bit more passionate than his other songs. I agree with you about Unholy Matrimony. And I actually really loved Lost Me. Lost oh, me I did not like Lost Me at all. Oh, he you lost didn't like me. Lost Me? He, he lost, lost me on Lost, lost me. me. He lost me I on Lost, lost me. me. I like Lost Me. I feel like it's an it was an attempt at being a little more up-tempo and I just yes. feel like it's like when you have R&B artists that, you know, they're, they're in their best pocket when they do like the slow jams, the crooning type songs. When yes. they go up tempo, it's not it doesn't get it doesn't pull off very well. And that's unfortunate. Yeah, and, I and I feel like I, for me, I'm just saying um, Lost Me was like that for me. Right. I think for me, with regards to Lost Me, I like the lyrics. Like he was basically saying like, yo, I got time to kick it with you. I got time to like hang with you. But if you're here for love, then you lost me. Yeah. And like, I like the concept of that record. Like, yo, I, I just want to have a good time. I've been hurt too many times before. So let's just be, you know, like friends with benefits or whatever you want to call it. So I appreciated that angle of that record. But that's really where I'm at. Like I, there was nothing else that stood out to me, you know, um, it's not an album that I want to listen to again. Like, and that, you know, I'm sorry, but that's where I'm at with it. I'd listen to Unholy Matrimony again if I the really song. am like, 
a true sado a true sado masochist yes right if if you really want to you really want to tear off the scab off of your wound and you know your breakup your real serious breakup is still pretty fresh that's the song that'll do it for you you'll bleed after hearing that song for sure you'll definitely get sorry but miles just made me a massive cookie do you guys see this fresh oh yes i see it i see it i love you son thank you he's great um (laughs) he's the best (laughs) but yo that i mean honestly though i like that we're i probably wouldn't have listened to the give me on album so i appreciate that we're doing these album reviews and i definitely want to do them more often because i want an opportunity to go and listen and dissect music like i haven't done that in a really long time so Mm -hmm. i appreciated the opportunity guys so out of 10 out of 10 what would you give it what would you give Gibeon? I'm going to give him a six. I was, I'm with you. I'm on a six. I'm six. I'm six. I'm with you. Yeah. Oh, God. Nisha, I'm, unmute yourself. I need a little more fire number. in the belly. Yeah, for sure. Give me some passion. Mm, passion is underrated. I don't know. Three? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Somebody <laughs> give this girl a drink. I thought what? I was a hard grader. Or a oh, massage no. or something. Like, no, no, I'm good. All right. (laughs) I don't like your voice. Let the voice alone. But I was listening to, I was listening to Jack Harlow and I actually like this album more than Gibeon. Before we get to Jack Harlow, let's get to Kendrick. Let's do Kendrick. Oh, that's the whole show. uh, We're going to end this. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. All right. Since you're so... Since you're so overzealous about this album, Nisha, you start first. Yeah, you start. Uh, well, it gets an eight, eight and a half, almost a nine, almost a 10 for me. Let's go with a nine. Oh, really? Okay. That um, nine? Okay. Oh, yeah. Better I than mean, To Pimp a Butterfly? Better than uh, Good Kid, Mad City? You see, there, there's- Better there's, than- No. You see, Drake, not Drake, God forbid. Um, Kendrick- uh, <laughs> It's the story behind the albums. It's the, it's the rawness. It's the honesty of the songs. Maybe not every beat hit it, but okay. Yo, he is a prophet of hip hop for the time. That's how I see him. Like, he he is what Rakim was for me when I was young. He's what Common was for me and Black Thought was when I was young, and like he follows that. For me, that hip hop prophet generation. So for me, Kendrick is the equivalent of conscious hip hop, and conscious hip hop is my my niche. It's what I like. It, to me, like you know, he wrote this album. He he told us the story that he couldn't write shit in the pandemic. He had writer's block, and he literally just wrote about all the shit he was going through, like a diary. And the song is the product of his diary. And like, if you start with like, okay, let's start with five heartbeats and the fake deeps and the Nipsey hustle and the Kobe and the Jesse Smollett, like the fact that he's taking people who either beloved or have been disgraced in the public eye and like speaking from their voice, fucking brilliant. Like, the visuals on that song and the Nipsey part. Like I have goosebumps she's talking ta- to you right now. She's referring to, um, she's the, the referring three. to the heart part five. Yeah. Yeah. The yep. heart. Yeah. I like, that. did I, I call that. it? 
like, but talking as Nipsey. You called it the five heartbeats. I know. Which is like I told you. I'm thing. in. I'm in. I'm in five. <laughs> I'm in five to six hours. Okay. Um, but the fact <laughs> got that it, he's got it. like he's rapping as Nipsey and like sending a message from the grave. Oh my god, dude! Really? That's like. It, it was just really, I really, that song really touched me. And then to go back and to talk to Lauren London about how she felt about it. I was very connected to the album. Then let's not get into N95. I could do a whole show on N95 because oh, the Judas that's one kiss. one of my favorites. Oh my God. The Judas kiss in the video. But let's not talk about the fact that like him and D smoke, they need to do production together because they're so highly creative, but N95, it's like this, the different beat changes and like, there's something for everybody in that song. And though I listen to that song on repeat, like it's crazy. Then there's Auntie Dearest, Mother, I'm Sober, like talking Auntie about Diaries. abuse. Oh, Auntie uh, well, Diaries. Diaries. But Mother, I'm Sober. Is it Mother, I'm Sober? Right? Mother, mother I'm Sober. So Mother I so right talking about with like, Beth Gibbons from Portishead. Right. Yo, like, he exactly. brought Portishead back. My man brought Portishead back. <laughs> but Amazing. Like, but lyrically, Amazing. lyrically addressing his mother's abuse, what he went through, and like his mom constantly asking and how she worked that out. I hope to achieve if I find some help congratulations made it to be famous still I feel uneasy water watching live my life in nature only thing believes me spirit God whisper in my ear tell me that she sees me did he touch you I said no again still they didn't believe me mother's brother said he got revenge for my mother's face black and blue the image of my queen that I can't erase till this day can't look in the eyes pain is taking over blame myself you never felt guilt till you felt it's over and then if you go into uh auntie diaries about like the diaries. lgbt yeah diary that's what i said right yeah like the LGBT community and talking like, and the ending line of that song, if I can say the F word, which I will not say on air, then a white girl can say uh -huh. the N word. Like, like putting that hypocrisy in your fucking face. Like to me, he's just not all the songs are on point, but the songs that really stand out for me, like just make up the album, the messaging, the packaging, the video that went along with it, the thought process, the honesty, the rawness. Like, how can you listen to Drake after you listen to Kendrick? And you can still. <laughs> no, no, you're 1,000. Right. Yo, when I you're tell so you you're right. 1,000, you're right. You're right. But this is it, right? You're right. And you can still, like, you can still. N95 is like, to be honest, if you see the video, N95 is fucking deep. But the thing about it is, you can still jam to N95. Take off the fufu, take off the cloud chase, take off the Wi-Fi, take off the money phone, take off the car loan, take off the flex and the white loss, take off the weird ass jewelry. I'm gonna take 10 steps, then I'm taking off top off. 
Take off the fabricate streams and the microwave memes. It's a real world outside. Take off your idols. Take off the runway. Take off the Cairo. Take off the Sandro pay. Five days stay. Take off for the meal. Hella follow. Take off the fuffler. Take off perception. Take off the cop with the iPad. Take off the allure. Take off the unsure. Take off decisions I had. Take off the fake deep. Take off the fake woke. Take off the I'm broke. I care. Take off the gossip. Take off the new logic. That if I'm rich, I'm real. Take off the should know. Take off the doje. Take off the broken bag. Take all that designer bullshit off and what do you? You have, bitch. Uh, you ugly as fuck. You out of pocket. Huh. Two ATMs. You step in the what? You out of pocket. Huh. Who you think they talk about? Talk about us. Right. That's yeah. the, that's the part. Then there's United in Grief. Like mm-hmm. Kendrick to me is oh. just a prophet of the time yeah. for this era of hip hop. Yes. And like it's yeah. the album that I. Like, it's funny because Kendrick was always on my radar. I really like Kendrick. I loved Swimming Pools. I loved Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe. I loved It's Gonna Be All Right. Like, I love those songs. But for some reason, this album took him up to concert level for me. Like, I don't go see people in concert. Only Joe Scott. Except Joe Scott. Mm -hmm. But he's coming to Toronto and I'm like, yo... I need to make my way there and go see him because he pushed himself out of like the box for me and like made me feel like, okay, you've earned your stripes. Like he will go down as a hip hop prophet. I think like a rock him, like for sure, for sure. He's like, yeah. So I like that album a lot. And the lyrics were on point. Like I used to have like, how does it go? Um, I used to have an uncle and now that it like it's 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 swag, it's truth swag, it's messy. So it's favorite tasteful. favorite tracks, N ninety five obviously is one. United in what Grief, else? Auntie mm-hmm. Diaries, uh, Mother I Sober. Hold on, let me have a look. Did you like that poppy diehard one, Shimmy Shimmy yeah. Coco Pop album? I didn't mind. But the funny thing is about an album like this one is that um, I even like Purple Hearts because I like Summer Walker on there. But the thing I about it, Ghostface. Yeah. Ghostface, my man. Tony Starks, the, baby. Right. But the funny thing is, it's like even if every album, every song on the album didn't hit, there's so much on the album that did hit that you can almost forgive the songs you don't like. Because he, like, on this album here, he did, let me tell you how many songs he did. Um, It was a lot. It's a lot. It's like two discs. It was a lot of albums. Yeah. So there's like 18 songs. In 2022? Yeah. Yeah, she did. It's like 18 songs. (laughs) It is. It's two discs. When I I pulled it up on Spotify, it says disc one, disc two. That's what what it shows. Yeah. But I I liked more than... I liked more than 10 songs, which means that, yo, I would go see you in concert. So congratulations to you, Kendrick. You got my money. I'll come see you in concert. So yeah, I give it a nine. I loved it. Oh my God. I am 1000% with you. Mark, can I go? Mark, can I go? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. All right, guys, I had to get over my dislike of Kendrick's voice to listen to this album. Yeah. And I realized- It's a little too annoying that, for wow, you. It's his voice. His voice gets on my nerves. Now, 
<laughs> I am so glad that I pushed that out of the way and listened to this album because holy shit, you are 1000% right. This man is a hip hop prophet. This man is fearless. And he is, this album is culturally relevant to the T. Literally, this album is like a snapshot of where we are in the world today. Yeah. Um, I want to say the themes of the album that struck me the most is the anti-whiteness, which I'm feeling these days. And, <laughs> you know, just calling out the, sh the bullshit, the bullshit. And his idea of culture and how toxic culture can, the, you know, the culture, you know, mm -hmm. air quotes, and how toxic the culture can be and how... Uh, just society and what it has done in terms of the culture, in terms of holding back anything progressive within the black community specifically, like, holy shit, this man is, hate to use this word, but fucking woke as fuck. You want to talk about woke? This album is out there, yo. This album is crazy. And he touched on everything. With N95, I completely agree that that in itself can be a whole show worldwide steppers even though i don't like the fact that it's very like slam poetry like and the track has no drums like you know how i am about <laughs> so deep another song that i absolutely loved and i thought we would play if we if cypher was still around is father time and wow mm. he talks about grown men with daddy issues everything he didn't want was everything i was until my partners they figured it out without a father i salute you may your blessings be neutral to your toddlers it's crucial they can't stop us if we see the mistakes till then let's give the women a break grown men with daddy issues i mean this album is so highly introspective so highly accountable i mean you got to give this man his flowers and more because yeah. he represents just uh, accountability and uh, responsibility and just like change like in the best possible way right and um we cry together featuring taylor page oh. is probably one of my favorite tracks <laughs> on this album that one is so toxic what a <laughs> you true portrayal that Holy was shit. like that was pretty accurate <laughs> oh my god okay mar let, let i'm gonna ask you i don't know about nisha have you ever had a fight like that i've been there it's yes it's pretty nasty me too girl i have been yeah. there and yo when you say when you're in that moment with the person who you you know is the most toxic in your life but that who you love the most at that moment and you go for the jugular every single time it's, it's hard to put the written. toothpaste back in the tube it really is my god i so mean once you cross accurate. this line you can't go back but yeah. like holy shit this this definitely struck a chord for me and it was just and taylor's performance are you kidding me that she was, was amazing amazing. Yeah. amazing i mean wow um, I also loved Purple Hearts. Summer Walker sounds so good on that record. Yeah. And of course, anything goes face touches. Savior is another one for me because, yo, it's true. These people 
are not your saviors. You know, yeah. these these influencers, these celebrities that you look up to, they are not your savior. And that's that the messaging is super, super dope. Um, I really loved Mr. Morale. I think the track was super fire on that record. Mother I Sober, I mean, you touched on it already, Nisha, and that really stood out for me too because, you know, here he is addressing like the most sensitive issues, man. And he's bringing his whole life, his vulnerability to the forefront with this, yeah. this whole album, but with that record specifically. I thought Mirror was really dope too. And the Heart Five, obviously, just for the reasons that you said, Nisha. And of course, that that video just had everybody talking when it came out. Yeah, Yo, Auntie detail. Diaries, man. Auntie Diaries wow. is probably my favorite, you know, my second favorite song because I really just love the, the We Cry Together song. It was too much for me. But Auntie <laughs> Diaries deals with being transgendered and how he dealt with how he deals with his aunt who's he says my auntie is a man now he talks about yeah. his cousin who is now a female and like wow i mean i i loved the the rawness and the honesty and the transparency of that track and he even took again accountability for not being as understanding when he was little and for you know using the language that he wasn't supposed to but honestly this album was everything for me guys and i am so glad again that i got past my whole you know hang up with his voice, with his voice. And, sat down <laughs> and listened to this because it was truly yeah. fantastic i give this album a 10 on 10 mm, that's I pretty high score so we lost yep. nisha her internet really it, it 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 it's lost it's up there it's up there with gibeon's lost me mm -hmm. um Okay, but I'll give you my take. Uh, hopefully she'll be back soon. <laughs> uh, to me, this whole album was one big therapy session. Yep. And I feel like this is the type of album that warrants a documentary. You know, those documentaries that they do years later where they sure. go behind the scenes on the making of the album. They want to know, like, what went into it. And I'd love to know what he was doing during the pandemic. It, was he in a depression and a really terrible mental state like so many other people? But I feel like he really tapped into a lot of that vulnerability. And that's the kind of fire in the belly that I am talking about. 1, this whole album, it's got it all over it. So here's the interesting thing. <laughs> I'm writing short stories and I'm submitting them to contests and magazines. And I had one story that was really, really personal. And I had a really difficult time writing it. It was like, it was hard. It was really, really hard. This album came out at the right time because I listened to the whole album. Then afterwards I was like, okay, sit your ass down. You're going to spend the entire day revising this entire thing. I've written like five drafts. You're going to get it done and you're going to get it out to the editor and it's going to be done. And it, mm -hmm. it worked. It really worked. So this was very special for me because it helped in terms of stirring up a little bit of creativity mm -hmm. and, and so forth. So for me, um, I didn't really like Mr. Morale like you did. I don't oh, know what it was. I like the track a lot. A lot. Um, we Cry Together was definitely very triggering. Um, oh make, it took me back to the relationship I was in with the guy whose cornrows I left um, half done. <laughs> yes. Walked out. 
That was pretty toxic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was actually quite happy to see the Alchemist produce that. He was a producer on there, so that was pretty cool. So dope. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I can't say that I'm a big fan of Kodak Black. Not a big mm-hmm. fan of his. Uh, so, yeah. s- but some of the songs that he was on, I actually was like, okay, I'm. I find this tolerable. I'm okay. Right. Uh, the ones that stood out for me, N95, obviously, like you girls, I really, really love that song. Um, I loved Crown. I also loved uh, Purple Hearts. So there's that and Mother I Sober as well. Um, and for me, like the standout lyrics in that one was um, where he says, you never felt guilt till you feel it sober. Oh, everything, right? He that said, hurt. You never felt- All oh, of the entire so song. The entire and you never song. felt he says you you never felt grief till you feel it sober like he like that shit yeah. is so dope and so then dope. and then beth gibbons own like part of her the the chorus where she says i wish i was somebody anybody but myself mm. i mean oh my god the, it those songs go deep those songs go oh, deep on so this deep. whole album and i'm just i'm i'm i love it um do I, I had to like question, do I love it more than to pimp a butterfly? <laughs> Cause that album is pretty high for me. I really, right. really love to pimp a butterfly. It's the jazz instrumentation. I love right. Thundercat. He's one of the guys on there. Um, mm-hmm. Kamazi Washington and some others, Terrace, uh, Terrace Martin. So that album is, it holds a very special place in my heart. This album, I mean, I'm still trying to figure out, do I like it more? Do I like it less? I don't know. But for now, for now, because I need to take more time to keep marinating with it, um, I'm going to give it a nine. Okay. I'm going to give it a nine. It's the same way that I feel about To Pimp a Butterfly. And so I'm just going to, I need to take some more time and give it a, you know, I need to marinate with it a little bit more. I've I already mention- I've already listened to it like six times, but it's such yeah. a deep album that I it's have so like deep. it's like a new revelation every time I listen to it. And that's why it's not like the type of album you just put down. When I first listened to this, I had to pull up all of the lyrics just so I could really get in and feel like what I was feeling with it. And it, it it, it's it's incredible. It's kind of uh, it's pretty emotional, pretty emotional stuff. Yeah. When you feel like you oh want to cry listening to some of these songs, yes. you know it, it goes deep. It goes really. I deep. did actually cry listening to some of these songs. And one of the other themes that I forgot to mention is that he really addresses his fiance Whitney on the album. Yeah. Um, the and infidelity his, and yes, the infidelity, the sex addiction, and at the very end of the album, fucking white his, girls. His, and his uh, yep, t- talking about his ancestors who were watching him do it. Yo, yeah, was deep, that yo. was deep. That was crazy. It's, it's deep. It's deep. <laughs> and then the fact that his uh, that Whitney does say to him, "Thank you for for breaking the generational curses." And then yeah. his child is like, "Thank you, daddy. Thank you, mommy. Thank you, brother." Oh, when yeah. I tell you, that I was, died. That was heartbreaking. Yeah. It was really a lot. It was a lot. Gut wrenching. So I gut wrenching and like honestly. You know, it's when albums move you, whether it's to cry, to to laugh, to joy, the the goosebumps. It's like emotionally provocative albums are mm-hmm. literally the best ones. And this one was so unexpected for me that I 
you know, I'm better for it. I'm better for having listened yeah. to this album. And that's why I'm giving it a 10 on 10. Yeah. And, I have uh, to say don't... also Father Time featuring Sampha. Oh. I love Sampha, by the way. Mm -hmm. I've been listening to Sampha for years, even before he appeared on the Solange album, which that album totally underrated. I think that album is amazing. Um, but anyway, uh, Father Time featuring Sampha. Ooh, there's some heavy stuff. Heavy, heavy stuff. Very heavy. Yeah, so good. So good. Yeah. And hopefully Nisha will be back, but we'll ask her what her... Did she give us the, the rating? She didn't give us the rating. Did I think she, she said rating? 10 on... Did she oh, say no, she said 9 and a half. That's right. She said 9 and a half on 10. 9.5 on 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, hopefully Nisha will join us again soon. But I am very excited to talk about the Jack Harlow album. I am mm -hmm. super excited to talk about the Jack Harlow album because everything I didn't get in the Drake album, I got on the Jack Harlow album. So it balanced it out for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It balanced it out for me. You want to go or do you want me to go, Mar? Um, I will go. Okay. I don't think I was as excited about this album as it's you It's totally were. fair. That's okay. <laughs> okay. Tell Come me your feelings. Come home, the kids miss you. I love the title. I'm I'm a sucker for a really good headline, a good title, mm -hmm. and that for me is like, that's great. Um, I like Jack Harlow as a person, just from what I've seen online. I don't know him personally, obviously, mm -hmm. but every time I see this guy, he is like the most comfortable in his own skin. He's super funny. That. He's yeah. super funny. He's a bit of a troll, but in like a cute kind of way. Mm -hmm. And um, so I was actually looking forward to this album. I did hear of some of his other songs before this album came out, mm -hmm. and I liked those. So that's why I was kind of looking forward to this as well. So I listened to this album. I gave it multiple attempts. Okay. Again, for me, I just felt like, first of all, I feel like Jack's tone on this album wasn't as... It could have been a little more hype, I feel like. Yeah, it definitely wasn't hype. You're right. It, was, it wasn't that hype. And mm -hmm. I feel like, so let me go through some of the songs. Again, this album, it was okay, but it doesn't quite take off for me. It really doesn't. So some of the songs um, that I have gone back to are the, um, what is it? Young Harleasy? Yep. First it gets track. good about uh, 45 oh, seconds in. Second track, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. second track. Gets good about 44 seconds in. It's pretty good. Used to be on Norris back when Twiggy was in chorus. Rocking 990s, not Jordans. You can find my name besides Smoothin' at the source. I don't drink tequila, but for you, I still pour. Oh, that's pimping right there. Oh, wait. Dropping leaves, dripping honey on butterflies. Imagine that. Hey, Jack. I mean, Mac, cause Jack is the Mac, and he's back, believe that. Hey, this can't just be luck, it's a reason all this shit be going how it does. I ain't trying to hear about the past and what it was. I don't care who looking, get you passion in the club. Who out here is passionate is us, I'm the one they trust. We the ones um, I like fuss. Little Secret, that one's good. Oh, and yes. it's also because it samples Tweet, who I absolutely adore. Yes. Um, I liked like a blade of grass the beat's okay. pretty good i like the little harmonica touch in there it's pretty cool um mm -hmm. i liked poison featuring lil wayne 
mm-hmm. I like Lil Wayne a lot. Lil I Wayne. like Nail Tech, which was obviously the big single, uh, one of the big singles wow. off the album. So Me that too. one goes pretty hard. There's a whole, <laughs> there's a few of you I like, but a whole lot I don't trust. That line in particular, I really like. I mean, back then it made sense, but it's like, now what? Now they down to come round just to be round us. You ain't one of my dogs, why do you hound us? It's very few of you I like, but it's a whole lot of y'all I don't trust. Cause, ten toes, that's my M.O. Fam of a gram, that's my M.O. Close friends, I got friends that I keep close, and they let it go while I reload. Like, TSA just opened my book bag up and my chain hit like The king's back in his hometown when them wheels hit and I touch down they She down low three point stands I'm back there doing jack dance like Yeah yeah Um and then State Fair also was a pretty good song uh, uh, as well I did I I got to tell you I really did not like First Class I know everyone oh. loves it. I know, I know, I know oh everyone loves it. I didn't like the Fergie song. I didn't like Glamorous. I really didn't like that. And I don't like this one. I don't like, I don't like First Class either. <laughs> but they're not even, they just have the same word in them. Like, what is it about the Fergie it's, song that you... The Fergie song I just didn't like. I'm not a big Fergie Yeah, I hated that Fergie song too. Me neither. But Me neither. even First Class, it just it didn't work for me. It did not work for me. I understand it was a little, supposed to be a little more poppy, a little more, you know, it, it just didn't work for me. And Parent Trap. Um, that's the one with Justin Timberlake. I think I have, yeah, I have that written down here, Parent Trap. Yeah, I didn't like anything with Justin. I don't, I'm just not a fan of Justin Timberlake. I don't anymore. like Justin Timberlake. And as a matter of fact, remember in our last episode, we talked about people that we dislike. Justin Timberlake is on that list. And (laughs) I I don't know how I blocked that out, but you know, yeah, 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 that, that that was not for me. Um, so yeah, that, I don't know this, this whole album, like it was enjoyable parts of it, Mm -hmm. but I can't say that it really like took off for me again, the fire in the belly. I needed a little more oomph, you know, the passion, and it just wasn't there I, for me, so. I agree with you on that. Do you have a rating? I gave it a 6.5. Okay. I gave All it right. a 6.5. But you know what? Here's the interesting thing. I went back and listened to the, the previous album. Um, that's what they all say. I love that mm-hmm. album. That album is really? really, really good. And do you know that there's like a song with Adam Levine on there? I know I heard it before. And it what? has like a bit that. of a gospel element to really? it and i actually liked it wow I actually i gotta go and listen i haven't heard that album but i will that whole album that. is way better than come home the kids miss you i really okay. think it is so yeah so my take is a little different and the reason why is because i also like jack harlow and i think that might make me a little bit more biased about this album specifically mm-hmm. um First of all, he knows he's a heartthrob. Like you said, he's comfortable <laughs> in his own skin. But he's like the boy next door cute guy. He's not the un 
um, approachable, cute guy. You know what I'm saying? I he's don't like find him visually that cute. Like so, I just, but, but he's very yeah. flirtatious and just charming, yes. and I appreciate yes. that. Yeah, yes, that's, that's what, what makes I mean. him attractive. Like, yeah, exactly. He's like that boy next door. Like, oh yeah, I could, you know, I, I can mess with him, kind of thing. He's not like, oh my god, he's so hot, and uh, he would probably never even look at me. He's the um, yeah, you know, why not? We could kick it, you know? And if he's funny, then of course he'll be like a freaking stud because we all like funny men, mm-hmm. aka Pete Davidson. But anyway, um, <laughs> so Jack Harlow, Jack Harlow clearly knows that he's a heartthrob and he made an album for girls. Mark, he, he totally This did. album is for girls. Do you feel me? And that is why, like, I guess there's parts of it that I, because I appreciate an album that's not made for girls. You know that. Mm-hmm. I don't take Jack Harlow to be the best rapper at all. But I think this was, you know, a, a well-rounded album. And I do think that Jack has that light amount of cockiness, but yeah. he doesn't, oh, it's he doesn't not overbearing, it. where you're like, oh, please just shut the fuck up and sit down. That's not <laughs> at all how it feels. But it feels like, yo, you know what? I earned it. I've been working on this for 10 years mm-hmm. and now I'm here and now I'm going to talk about it and now I'm going to be proud about where I'm at. And that's what I got from the whole album. And there were some tracks that I really did like. Young Harleazy was one of them. And I love that Snoop was on there. Mm-hmm. Love, love, love. I feel like that was a perfect cosign. I actually really enjoy First Class. It is a classic amongst me and my kids. I generally <laughs> say to them, are you ready? And they will say, yes, I am. Literally every single time, every single day. And this has stuck with us as a family unit. I can see okay. the whole city from this balcony. Back in 2019, I was outside freely, but now they got it out for me. I don't care what frat that you was in, you can't out for me. Keep dreaming. Pineapple juice, I give a sweet, sweet, sweet. I know what they like, so I just keep cheesing. Hard drive full of heat seeking. Trying to come to same day as Jack rethinking. You don't need Givenchy, you need Jesus. Why do y'all sleep on me? I need reasons. Uh, I got plaques in the mail peak season. Shout out to my UPS workers, making sure I receive it. You could do it too, believe it. I've been a throw up the sex in a. Yes, I am. They say he was superstar. I also really enjoyed Side Piece. Um, you know, it also samples beautiful. And I thought it was great because it's a, you know, it's, again, the album is flirtatious. It's a fun track. But honestly, it's like, it's an honest record. He's like, yo, you know, like, I'm writing a, a song for my side piece. <laughs> you know, like, but it also kind of goes with Little Secret, um, which you mentioned too, you know, and you know, he says in Little Secret, like, I told my therapist about you. And I love that line. It's kind of like, you know, like, I can't tell everybody about you, but I told my therapist about you mm-hmm. and how much I love you. And she always takes your side. And it's just so cute. Like, I find this album cute. And I actually think Jack Carlo has a very natural flow, like super duper natural. And I like, you know, that kind of like, it's just what he does. Like he could flow in his mm-hmm. sleep kind of things. Yeah. So I definitely feel that about him. I didn't love the movie star record with Pharrell. 
It totally sounds like a Pharrell record. I don't. To me. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like. It that didn't. One it didn't hit for me. But I thought the lyrics were really hilarious. By the way, I thought they were funny. Like, but does it? But can you tell me if it jiggles though? And like, you know, you got it done right in time for the video. And like, they say like, I don't fuck with that stiff shit. Like, you know, like it's so funny. It's just it was a funny record, but like definitely not my favorite. But I I could appreciate it for what it was, and I liked I got a shot. I did like that song, mm-hmm. um, and Churchill, Churchill Downs is that what Churchill it's Downs is the one with Drake? Yeah, I wasn't yeah. crazy about that one. See, I wanted to hear that Drake. I wanted to hear that Drake on his album. Yo, Drake came came correct with that verse, and like he says something like, "How much water can fit under the bridge until it overflows?" And like, I got to tell my son that forgiveness is a lonely path. Like, yo, Drake comes correct in that verse, and. You know, Jack Harlow has lyrics. He's not like the greatest lyrical person. But again, I like it for what it is. And I I did enjoy listening to the album. And you know, there were some beats on that joint. There were I like some the beats. real tracks. I love yes, the beats. There were some, the beats there are were great. Beats young Harleazy, the Young Harleazy beat. What yes. a great way the, to open up the album. That and the great. change in the beat that was super yeah. dope too like the change in the second verse was really crazy and i feel like these are some of these tracks we would have played on cypher and you know yeah. me if i feel like something could be played on cypher i'm gonna like it even more so harley would have really, been would have been on there for sure that's really and and of course nail tech is one of my favorite songs one of mm. my favorite songs off of that album and i also enjoyed uh poison with little wayne it was good to hear him back on record mm-hmm. so I'm going to go ahead and give this album a 7.5 on 10. Okay. But I did enjoy it. And I, and I, you know, I, I want to give Jack Harlow an 8.5 on 10 because I just like him. So <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel about that. That's how I feel about that. All right. So we're, we're getting some text messages from Nisha. and She's like trying her best to try to uh, reconnect with us here. And uh, I see all of her texts. She's like commenting on, I think she can hear us, but for some reason her mic won't work. Um, So she said she likes, uh, what does she like? She likes the Poison song with Lil Wayne. Yeah, Lil Wayne. She found side piece rude. But she said, I love that song. I'm confused. Which one? Does she think side piece is rude and she loves it? Because I no, can appreciate a rude song. She too. she likes she likes poison with Lil Wayne too, but she um okay. she she doesn't she thinks side piece is rude. I don't know if she likes it though. A song could be rude. I think she was referring to a different song though. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um yeah. but yeah, the side piece is rude and I think it's amazing. Um, yeah. Oh, see, she does. She's saying who writes about the side piece. Clearly, Jack Harlow does. I mean, yo, Come side on. pieces are a thing. Everybody gotta, writes about address. a side piece, and the songs yes. are. I mean, they're still good. This is, yeah. you know, eh. yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't all be Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers all no. the time, you know. No. So even Giveon writes about his side piece. So you know, <laughs> he sang about his side piece. So. Look at he. She said he's like he's like a Josh Jackson sneaky sexy. Yo, am I like really? Yo, am I like bugging? Because I don't even do like the white boy thing. I just don't. But something about his curls and his attitude and his like laid back. But yo, I know I'm the shit kind of vibe. It's just yeah. giving. It's you not know. Even, it's 
it's it's more the personality he's just got like yes. this fun personality and that's what yes. makes him him you know and that's why yes. that's why the ladies love him it's true yes. all the girls yeah. they do and he gushes over women just as much it's true yeah and i love that i think it's so cute that he's like so openly flirtatious i mean he's got a song on here called dua lipa like how much more straightforward <laughs> can you get like i didn't like that song but yo, i don't like I that him- song either I give him much props for he's even very, fucking having the balls to do that shit. He's like, very seriously. cheeky. Very, very, very cheeky. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, that was fun. All right. So, Nisha, we miss you. Yeah. Wish you could have been here the show, for the rest of the show. But. I sleep. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I don't know what they're doing over there in uh, Amsterdam. Hey, oh. there you are. Is Nisha back? I don't know. Something like that. All right. Okay. That's crazy. So, do you want to finally give us your your take on uh, on Jack Harlow? Come home, the well, kids I, miss you. I do think he's a sexy Jack Black, Jocelyn, Josh, Joshua Joshua oh Jackson. God. Yeah, but I did like some of his tracks. I will say I liked him more. Oh no! I just saw the the turn, internet message. Turn off no, your video. Okay, just- turn off your video and just leave the audio. Yeah. I mean, I think he was better than Giveon. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) I mean, I would bump to his tracks. Okay. How'd you feel about the beats? Um, I did like Poison. I like Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa? Oh, you like Dua Lipa. You like that song? I did. I did. Side chick, I was like, what the fuck, bro? (laughs) Like, that's rude. I have I wrote a song about my main chick, so I thought I'd write about you too. I love it. It's all honest. That's fucking rude. Like, that's rude. But I mean, it's the truth though. That's that's how they be, you know? Yeah, Yeah, but still, like, I don't know, make a whole album about me if that's the case. Like, why do I have to be a song, especially when your main chick already has a song? Like, no. <laughs> it's not equitable. Okay. All right. So anything else about the album you liked? Um, you know what? I'm surprised I liked it. I have some politics with I'm Jack surprised Harlow. you liked it too. <laughs> yeah, yeah me too. But then after you listen to Give On, like you, you don't have <laughs> anything to sounds good. It. So what were the what were the politics you had initially with uh, I with can't Jack say Harlow. those things. I can't say those things on air. Oh, why not? I mean, no, we're you're just here. trying to get me in trouble. <laughs> you know what? If if it's that bad, I'll cut it out. No. <laughs> no. She doesn't write in journals, girl, and she ain't gonna put this shit out on the air. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's that. All we'll right. leave it at that. All right. Got it. Well, okay. Can you give us a rating? Um, I don't know. Maybe a four point six. Oh, good lord. Damn. Just I thought sad. my rating was like really subpar, but wow. Mm-hmm. 4.6. Yeah. Hey, I do what I got 2.3 above Giveon. Was it Giveon that he, she gave a 2.0? Oh, no, 2.3 no. above Drake. I would listen to Jack over Drake. Wow. Okay. Well, these two albums. Well, this, yeah. al- this album, yeah. Wait, what did you give okay. Giveon again? Three. Yeah, she gave Giveon All right. three. I mean, Jack is lucky he got a 4.6. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, he's oh. very lucky. All right, all right. So, uh... It was fun reviewing albums with you ladies. Oh my God, it sure was. We should do this again for sure. When Beyonce's come though? Yes, know. when Beyonce comes out. Although I'm not a huge Beyonce fan, so. Do you guys want to talk about Break My Soul? I don't like it. Well, I like it more than Drake. Oh God, you like everything more than Drake, girl. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was, I think it's a good record. I think it's a good song. I'll probably dance to it if it comes on in the club, but I'm not like, oh my God, that's my jam. You, you know? want the beehive to come, to come sting your ass right now? Probably. Really you can't say shit about that album. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. I don't think it was terrible. I mean, it, it, yeah, sample, I it samples Robin S's uh, Show Me Love, which you can't go okay. wrong if you do that. Oh, yeah. It's okay. But the thing is, it's like, as someone, here's the thing with these with these house and dance songs. I have, I'm very, very selective about house music. And I feel like if you're going to embark on that genre of music and it's not your main genre that you normally, you know, sing in or rap in, then you, if you're going to venture down that, that territory, you better align yourself with someone who really knows what they're doing. And this is why I really like that her song, uh, her and Kay Trinata, mm -hmm. the intimidated song. Is it intimidated? Yeah. Because that pairing is just perfect. You have a person right. who is well-versed in electronic music. You have a person who is well-versed in R&B has like a beautiful voice and marrying those two together. It's, it's like the perfect blend. So mm -hmm. I feel like anyone who is interested in going into that genre of music, you need to tap the right people to help you. That's why I was so excited when I saw that black coffee was one of the producers on the, uh, the honestly nevermind album. Cause I thought, Oh my goodness, this is amazing. He's got like the perfect person to, um, you know, to collaborate with in this field. And it just, you know, like he, it's a great song. The song that he does, he does have, um, that Black Coffee does have on the Drake album. I like it. That's the overdrive one that I really, really mm -hmm. like. Me but too. it's just, there's so much more that can be done. You know, there's a lot of elements and style that goes into producing a house song. And um, I don't know. I don't think break. I feel like break my soul was just like, let's slap something together and put a few, um, put a bit of a soulful voice over it. And it's okay. I don't like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say I'm going to rush to listen to it again, but um, yeah, That's I, I just, I just feel like there's, there's so much more that can be done. So anyway, like I said, I'm very, very happy that house music is making a resurgence it never went away for me ever, mm -hmm. but I'm saying for for younger listeners that might be a thing, or maybe people who just got swept up in this whole like I'm only aligning myself with this type of music as opposed to you know multiple types of music. Um, right. So I'm I'm looking forward to see what what emerges from this and more Katrinata music. <laughs> yes, yeah. Katrinata, yo, Katrinata saved the genre. Yeah. So, folks, that's it for us. This is the end of this episode, and we will be back again with more Messy Truths, and we'll see you again. See you next week. It's definitely been technically messy. 
<laughs> but you made it back for the for the wrap up, so that's good. Yeah, and I'm on like two devices. Oh. Like it's a privilege to have high Wi-Fi internet, but I'm like, damn Amsterdam. Like oh. what are you doing? Well we appreciate you doing this while you're uh traveling. So yeah. of course. All right. All right. All right. Enjoy the rest folks. of your time. Peace. Peace. Peace guys.